And you're very welcome along to a special edition of Across the Line coming to you live from Ryan's Pub here in Kearney which is just inside the Kiladangan border with Killerwan and we're looking ahead to Sunday's County Senior Hurling Final between these two great rivals over the next hour or so we'll be building up to the big game by getting views from special guests from both sides and we'll be looking ahead to the Senior and Premier Intermediate Hurling Final later on in the show so we've uh, plenty to get through and first of all we want to thank Una Kramer and her staff here for having us here uh, this uh, uh, especially it was county final Friday night um, I suppose this time last year when we had um, I suppose we're still in the throes of Covid when we had uh, two neighbours in Turles Arsfields and Knockmore Castellani unfortunately we weren't able to do a, a live show of maybe something like this So, but I suppose when semi-final two weeks ago threw up these great neighbours so this is the only location so we were just uh, before the show trying to figure out where the border was so uh, there's a, a bit of to and fro and still going on uh, hundred, uh, hundreds of years on so I'm sure it'll go on long in tonight so, but we'll we'll crack on and our first set of guests uh, representing uh, respective clubs I'm joined by uh, PRO of Kiladang and GA Michael Quinn and chairperson of Kiloran McDonough's GA Joe Healan so give him a round of applause uh, Michael I'll start with you um, a lot of, you're outnumbered here tonight in, in your own parish what's going on uh, lads are probably start out working it's yeah. to come back busy milking and <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all in all, like I'm sure it's a it, it's a special build up. Like it's look, all county finals are special, but like this is I suppose when you have two neighbours going head to head, it adds to it. Yeah, I suppose it's great novelty to it. I suppose it's a massive achievement to get to a county final in the first place, and it's probably extra special to take on one of your local neighbours. And I suppose being in Kearney here and the the borders kind of interlinking with each other, they're on top, right on top of each other, adds an extra spice and extra bit of banter. So it's really built up now the last uh, couple of days, and there's even in Killang and in Killawan, there's a lot of flags going up around the place. So it's exciting for both parishes. Yeah, I suppose for people who would be familiar with the area, like it, just maybe just describe it as like. Personally, this is the, the first time I was in Kearney was last week. Like, and I'm 40 years of age, so like, if you, if you, unless you're, you have to go here, you, you really doesn't really, you don't really know it's here. Yeah, I suppose you could describe Kearney as a unique spot. It's yeah. probably famous for Shane McGowan. He's only up the road. Shane McGowan, the lead man in the Pogues. So you're probably in a tripod of an area here with the parishes. Um, to the north of us, Shannon Rovers is only probably two or three kilometres up the road, and in to the east of us we have Killer One Parish. So I think it's only a kilometre from Kearney, if I'm not mistaken. The, Border so Belly Thomas and the Kilwan Parish comes into comes into it in, comes in on the road into Arcroni so Arcroni is probably only three and a half kilometres away so yeah so Kearney's right in the middle of it but it's very much a Kiladangan stronghold you could say yeah I suppose Joe um I suppose since the the Western Pass closed in Arcroni a few years ago this has probably been for the haunt for uh, many a Kilwan person at this side of the parish well Shane um, I know a lot of the boys in there Arcroni are they're coming down this way and they're crossing the border and. They were giving me great reports about the drink here anyway. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> and it's not bad either, I have to say. That's the way, that's the way to have it. But I suppose, Joe, um, I, I suppose, probably I, not downplaying from a killer nine point, the greater excitement has to come from Killer One. It's 36 years. I, I know I heard a story during the week of, of a man describing when it's the, the last time you were in a final, his son was 12. Now he was 12. Now his son is 12. Like, it's been that long. Well, that's well. To be honest, I remember the time when of the All Ireland Club there was a young fellow born. I think that morning, or or maybe the night before. He's 36 years of age now. Mm. So I mean, that's how long it is since since we've been in in the county final. And you know, you're going back to a time no no mobile phones. 
if you thought that some, to some of the kids here now, they'd say, you're having me on, like. <laughs> I mean, it was a total different time. I mean, life, I suppose, at the time was probably a lot slower. There was a, there was a recession in Ireland at the time, but the hurling kept us going to Killer One that time. That's one thing for sure. We were on the road a lot with that great team, and we were very proud of them. And, you know, we had great days that time. And to be honest, I can remember every bit of it, even to this day. And it was a great time for us all. And, you know, it's, the excitement is coming around again for us. And, we're, we, you know, we're, we're glad to be here. And we're, we're glad to be going out on the field Sunday, you know. I suppose, Michael, that's the thing about enjoying the good times. As I say, when, when Killer One were dominating late 70s, early 80s, they never thought the, the good times would end. Killadangan are in the middle of it now, your fourth final since 2016. Okay, you lost the first two, but came back in 2021, the historic first one. And I suppose to win two in three years, like you always think winning winning one is great, but to back it up and win a second one sort of validates how, how, how good this team is. Yeah, I suppose we're very conscious of getting to county finals. I suppose it was a 70 year, 78-year gap between, was it 1938 and 2016. So we, when I was growing up, you'd see Chumivari, you'd see Nina, you see these clubs getting to county finals, and it was kind of, you never thought we'd get there. So we're probably in um, a golden period as such because we've never been here before. Like so, But yeah, it's very important while you're here is try try to win as much as you can. But it's so important even to win one. It's so important even to get out your group stages. Or so it's, hard, it's so hard to get out your group stages. It's so hard to even get to a county final because it's so competitive. Like So the lads know the challenge that waits, that waits on Sunday. So it's very much a case of any ball that's won for is very hard. Gosh, like So it's a tough challenge ahead, but hopefully the lads can do it. So. Well, is there any element of the fact that maybe to... In 2020, there was only 100 Kildangan people in the stadium the day you won your first. Um, does it make, in some ways, does it feel like this is your going for your first again? I suppose it could have made it easier in some ways in 2020 that there was a list of a crowd there. That could be a, a valid point, all right. But um, yeah, I suppose the lads are the lads are familiar with with, quote, with simple stadium, and hopefully it's a case of treating it as just another game. So, you know, I wouldn't think it's. Like there is a part of it being seen a big crowd here again, and another or a county final again, like so. But I don't know. I'd say to just try treat as another game again. Mm -hmm. And I suppose on, on the flip side, Joe, it's your first finals in thirty six, but you've an awful lot of guys who have big game experience have worn worn the blue and gold down there. So that's probably some a help in terms of maybe bridging that maybe inexperienced gap of playing in a county final. That's right, Shane. Yeah, we have a few guys there. Sure, you know, Shams Hennessy, well experienced, Niall O'Mara. You know, unfortunately, poor Craig got knocked out there. Mm -hmm. Two matches, you know, we had to play two matches without him. But, you know, we've, we've guys there, they're no strangers to Semple Stadium. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been knocking on the door for the last, you know, five or six years longer, you know, but we just didn't get to the county final. But, you know, it's not our first time out in Semple Stadium. So I'm, you know, I'm hoping that the occasion won't get to him on, the, on, that, on that point anyway. Yeah, well, I suppose. Was a, you had a great crop of underage players maybe 15, 16 years ago the Seamus Hennessy group the Owen Hogan group and was, was there ever an fear that God, maybe our time has passed but, but that maybe our, our best chance maybe ha, had gone like or, or how would you assess it? Well, you know we had a good under-21 group there that, I think the one was three, three under-21s hmm. and um, then unfortunately some of the boys started to emigrate at that time and there was just a nice team coming and you know that team broke up then and you know they, they left the country for a few years and some of them came back and a lot of the boys stayed, stayed just stayed at home and just tried to keep to keep the team going and they stayed on but you know it doesn't always work out that way you know it was looking good we were we were kind of saying that you know it's coming back to us again but 
it didn't really happen like we were lucky to make the, the breakthrough then in the North Final in 2018 but we haven't kicked on from there either Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Sunday is a big day for us, you know. Yeah, and it, I suppose it, I suppose the, the, the thing I would have noticed from this year is, is the t- togetherness of the group and just the setbacks you, you, you've, you've under, uh, come from. The, I suppose you were involved in that horrific night with, with, with Dylan Kirk. Um, I suppose he'll, I think he'll be, won't be far from the forefront of everybody's minds on Sunday. And then two weeks later, his, one of his great friends, Craig Morgan, gets injured and he's missing this final. So, like, it's, it's, it's been a tough road for you to get here as well as winning tough games. That's right, Shane. Um, the 5th of August was, it was um, a date we will never forget. And anyone that was at that game, you know, we all go to matches and we're going over to win or, you know, you could be beaten. But we never thought we'd witness what we saw that night. And um, it's something we will never forget. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was the, 20, the 2022 championship. That'll always be something remembered during, during this championship, you know. Mm-hmm. As with Michael, coming back to us with Kiladangan, um, it's been a championship where I thought the North Championship played very well, maybe came unstuck in the second half of the North final. Went through the group stages of the county fairly okay without maybe pulling up trees. I suppose that semi-final win over Drum looked like that that group of players was really coming back towards their best. Yeah, I suppose. Any time you're going out in senior championship, you're not going to get it easy. All the clubs you're competing against are going to be training nine months of the year and, you know, no task is simple. But I suppose the lads maybe probably struggled to get back up to the peak after the North Final and took on Lockmore and Anna Carty and Brackens are all challenging themselves. Like, But as I say, it's a big obstacle to get through the group. Got through the group, faced a sticky task against Canote. It was probably were well aware that it was the first time they played in Simple Stadium after Dylan Quirk's passing. Like, so there was an extra incentive for um, Canote and it showed in their performance, particularly in the first half. But um, yeah, the lads did perform well against a strong drum and inch challenge. Mm. And you know, it was a very hard, uh, hard working performance. And I suppose the forwards really got back to their normal kind of way of playing, you could say. But it was kind of more of a fluid brand of hurling, is what you could say. But um, yeah, hopefully, they can repeat the same performance against um, Drum. Hopefully, they can repeat that on Sunday. Yeah, and I suppose it hasn't been, a, I suppose, a straightforward campaign for Kildangan either. Because like, if you go back to maybe when lads are starting to train in March and April, you have a, a crew of guys um, with Tipperary then in the summer a couple of lads decide to go away and then Willie Connors gets injured so like I say coming into the, even the championship the North Championship you'd, you'd probably didn't even have all your guys in the field you probably didn't I'd say until early September it was the first time you had everybody in the field yeah there was a lot of moving parts going on early or during the middle of the year I suppose I'd say we've um, a few lads in the county team which kind of they're not really baited in the same at every club they're missing for the league like and when you're thrown into the start of the championship then they're probably having played with the lads much that year or so and then as the lads saying it's a case let's go travelling during the summer and they came back but I suppose it's a good indication of the strength of the panel that we did manage to get to a North final even with so many lads missing like, and the lads that replaced them really showed well so that's a good indication for probably what we have in the bench too and hopefully they can show that on Sunday too and I suppose Joe um for the first final in 36 years I suppose there'll be people coming home that this weekend that um, I suppose coming home in one group like they'll all be coming back in dips and dubs this weekend they'll all be back I'm sure the, the, the 86 All-Ireland winning team will be back this weekend and it'll be just it's, it's, I suppose always before the final these last few days are always extra special like the work is done for the week maybe about a few people who have Saturday jobs that this was the, the build up really gets going tonight well that's, that's right Shane I've been talking to a few people and uh they're all getting themselves ready for Turles, um on Sunday. 
and you know, there is a couple of fellas home actually and, and coming home as well so we're, they'll be all thoroughly bound you know yeah and I suppose look it's it's and I think the, the one thing about this people think neighbours there's a, a rivalry but this is a this is a healthy it's a good rivalry I suppose it, it helps it's, it's really only a, a recent one really because um, I suppose when you were at a power Kiladang and were at a different grade it's only in the last 10-15 years for both of your senior that it sort of built up and lads go to school with each other in, in Neen and things like that that's right, Shane. Yeah, I mean, we've we'd all know we'd all know people from both parishes, and sure, we'd we'd meet everywhere at work and different places. And Did you have good words to say about them? You would. Pardon? You've said good words about them as well. Oh, sure. That's. I mean, I have to say, Kildare. And I mean, in fairness to them, as you say, you know, they had to work hard to get to where they are, and fair play to them. And it was a great. It was. I, I, I have to give them that. Like, you know, there's great credit due to them because they worked hard at that club to bring it back up to where it is now. That's not easy. And as you said, that, that took over 20 years or maybe 25 years or maybe longer, you know, to get, where, to, get to where they are today and fair play to them, like, you know. And I have to say as well, it's good for, for the hurling in the north of the county mm-hmm. to, to, to have two north teams in the county final, you know. And you have Ross Gray going out in the Premier Intermediate on Sunday as well. And the best to look to them as well. Yeah, I suppose it's been a, this geographical area. I suppose Shinron is not far away from here. They won the Offaly final too recently, so it's it's been a, a decent year for for Jay in this part of the, the the country recently. Well, that's that's um, that's right, and and like Killerangan and Killerawan, Shinron are our neighbours down there, and we often had a battle in a practice match against oh, them too. Sure. And fair play to them for sure, winning their you, county you, final. You'd love to be celebrating into the into the new year together. That's for sure. Uh, time for our first break, but first of all, I'd like to thank my first guest, Joe Healan and Michael Quinn. Thank you, Shane. It's time for a first break, and we'll be back in two minutes. Across the line with Shane Brophy on Tip FM, live from Ryan's Pub, Carney. And you're very welcome back to uh, Across the Line, live here from Kearney, building up to Sunday's county senior hurling final between Kiladangan and Killerwan McDonough's. And we have a new set of guests here, and I'd like to introduce from Kiladangan their uh, former player and 2008 North Senior Final winning manager, Eamon Kelly, and G- Gilbert Williams, PRO of Killerwan and member of the last Killerwan team that won the county championship in 1985. So give them a round of applause. <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert, I'll start with you. Um, I suppose at the height of all those, all those successes, five, well, five county championships and a Munster Club and an All-Ireland, you probably think the good days would never go, but 36 years on, this is the first time you're back there again. Yes, when we won in 1985, we didn't think it, it would take us um, that long. We reached the county final, obviously, in 86. But after that, we didn't think it would take that long to get back to a county final. And we won in 1985. Uh, a lot of players were over 30, and we won three North finals in a row. Uh, but then we thought that there would be a valley period, obviously, after having such a successful team. But we didn't think it would last uh, 36 years. We were relegated in 2000, and we came back up in uh, 2003, but took it took us a long time to find our feet when we came back up. There's some quality teams there. Tumivera at the height of their powers. Nina were very good. And then Kildane came along in 2008. And then unfortunately for us, we had a good nucleus of players that won three county under-21s, but the recession came and a lot of those lads headed away. Some came back, some didn't. And we found it difficult to find our feet. And 
we kept plugging away. We got to semi-final in 2015. We got semi-final in 2019. And when we were beaten in 2019, most people thought that was the end of that team. That was a chance gone. But remember back to our, our, our own time when I was playing in 1984, we were beaten in the semi-final in Lura by Lura over in Borsake, and we actually got five points. Never said that team is actually finished. And the following year, uh, we came back and we won the county final and the Monster Club and then the All-Ireland. And maybe there's a bit of similarity with this team. Mm. People thought that this team was finished after 2019. And now they surprised everyone, including ourselves. Uh, at the start of the year, if you said we'd be in a county final against Gildang, we'd have taken with, with both hands. And we lost some players. Uh, that's well documented, but we're not going to make excuses about that with the 15 players going out on, on Sunday. And if Kildangan beat us, we'll shake their hands, wish them best in, against Valley Gunner in the Monster Club final. We won't be making excuses mm-hmm. on Sunday. Uh, him and um, Gilbert mentioned when they were relegated in 2000. I suppose that's for the rivalry probably started. They had come down a le- to the great for a year, and you were you were just about on the rise you had a, a year stint in junior in 1996 which was it just shows how far, how far Kildangan have come in the last 25 years yes yeah, was I've seen both sides of it I, I was involved in 2001 we played Kilowan in the North Final it was our first final in a long long time having gone back and we thought we'd go back and win a junior and not winning a game and we came back up and we just had a new bunch of guys that came through and um, I remember playing Kilowan in that North Final we were rank outsiders and it kind of reminds me this week we're favourites going in, how, how, how simple things can go one way or the other. And um, that was probably a stepping stone for us to, to maybe get a bit more competitive at, at adult hurling. It took us two or three years to win a county title afterwards in 2004. But um, it must have been a big thing for a club like Killerang. So like Killer, Killer, Killer Honor, a story name to beat a powerhouse like that. See, they, they sort of probably, it, while you had a, a good nucleus of young lads coming through, it gave them belief. Oh, definitely, because like that was probably there wasn't that long before that we were all cheering on Kilowan in the Munster Club in All Ireland, and I remember Gilbert and all that that team, like just, we, we were looking up to the how will we ever get to that level and and, and admiring them like they're a, a club with fantastic tradition. You know, look at their facilities over there. Uh, I don't think it's any surprise to me that we're in a county final. Like they've taken big scalps over the last few years, you know, and I think they have they have come through a tough time this year been involved in the unfortunate situation with Dylan Quirk and the guy that was standing beside him when he went down was Craig Morgan and, and he gets injured out for, for a long period and they've really rallied and come together and uh, I think there's great credit due to them. Mm-hmm. But I suppose the, 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 it's when you think about where most of Kildangan's history has been is intermediate maybe a level lower than Kildangan. I think this is their fourth final since 2016. Okay, they've lost two but like to, it's, a, it's a terrific level of consistency for Kildangan. And unprecedented. Yeah, it is in recent times. But I suppose what you don't want to be known for is getting to county finals. You know, mm. we have been in a number. We've lost some, and um, I think it's important that we play play the game, not the occasion on Sunday. I think that the lads are well prepared. There's fantastic guys over them. The commitment is, is, is fantastic down there, and um, but finals take a life of their own. Mm. You know, so it's, I think it's very important you play the game and. If we can give our best performance on Sunday, that's probably as much as you can control. You, you can't you can't control other things that happen outside of that. You know? mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, Gilbert, I, suppose I, I was up in Clock Jordan last Friday uh, speaking with, with Craig and, and Morgan and Liam and Liam McKelly, and I, just, I hadn't been in McDonough Centre since, I'd say, before COVID, and I didn't realise that the new gym was there. And just the way Craig and Liam spoke about how that gym has sort of, it pulled everyone together. It's nearly the guy's second home. They're not going here, there and everywhere. They, they sort of, if they're, if they have nowhere to go, maybe at a certain night they know to go down the gym, there'll be a few lads down there that can do a few exercises or have a bit of crack. There's sort of, there's a great unity down there. Yeah, there's certainly this one thing is evident with the team this year. There's a great unity. They're, they're, they're playing for each other. They're playing a nice style of hurling. They're mixing the short game and the, the long game. We would have been traditionally a very direct style of uh, team. I think they're enjoying their hurling. And when they're enjoying their hurling, uh, you'll progress and you'll have, have success. Uh, they trust each other. I think they trust the management. And they trust the style that they're actually playing. And it stood to him now in the semi-final against the Upper Church. We feared Upper Church. Upper Church, your team, had a great spirit. There was a lot of momentum behind them. To beat Tommy Vera in the quarter-final was a big achievement for us because Tommy Vera had been a stumbling block for us for very many years. We beat him in 2018. But from maybe uh, the early 90s up to then, they were a stumbling block. And to beat I think that gave the team a lot of confidence. And there's one thing about the team this year, that they are uni- united, they are playing with great spirit, they have a nice style of play, but they're really up against it now against Kildangan because Kildangan are the benchmark now in Tipperary. If you want to be, win the North Championship, you've got to beat Kildangan. If you want to win the county final, you've got to beat Kildangan. For many years, Tommy Vara the benchmark. You had to beat them. Going back before that, maybe we were the benchmark. Going back to the early, the, the 60s and 70s, you had to beat beat Ross Gray. And no county final is won easy. And if you want to win it, you have to have to beat the the best team. And we're confident Sunday that the team will give their best. As a Killer One club, we demand the best from everybody. We expect nothing less. And they give their best on Sunday. Win, lose or draw we will be proud of them. And we're more hopeful than confident because we don't want to blow up Kildangan. There's no need for me to exaggerate the quality of the players that they they have, the depth of their panel. But only two teams can win the county final, Kildangan McDonough's and Kildangan. And at the start of the year, we'd have taken that. We'll give it a good shot on Sunday. I think it's great to have two neighbouring parishes there's a great rivalry between, a good friendly rivalry. If you go back when the Duets were in their prime, uh, they played 9 2002, uh, Bally Common in t- 1903 and 1904, and then in the late 30s and 40s, Kildangan had a fantastic team. I think they won the North Championship in 1938 and 1943. We played them in 1940. And I didn't actually. I only played against Kildangan three times. I played in 1972. I actually marked Paddy, or Eamon's father, Paddy Kelly, who was fullback. Paddy was a gentleman on and off the field. He played the ball that time when it was kind of an optional for the fullback to play the ball. He, <laughs> he, he could play the ball or play, play the man. And I think we played in 1974. But since Kildangan have emerged now, they've emerged as a force. Um, and the fact that they had this year they played in both the senior and the premier intermediate 
that that's some that's some achievement. Uh, we know the task that's ahead of us, but if our lads give their best on Sunday, we'll be proud of them. Got a glowing praise, Eamon. What? What can you say about all that? God, I haven't got as many dates as Gilbert has. I can tell you right now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like it. Um, but like the, the, this this Caledonian group, like they're 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 being very very consistent. Like, and I suppose like. The, it's been constantly evolving since that 2016 final. I think there's just maybe six or seven survivors, but there's a lot of the key guys still there. The Alan Flynn's, the, the Paul Flynn's, the, um, the Joe Gallagher's, Ty Gallagher's. Yeah, there is. It's a good blend, and there's, there's obviously younger guys coming through. There's no doubt this is the best, probably the best team we ever have had in the club, I would say. And I, I can't speak for what happened back in the, in the, in the, in the 40s and the 50s back there, but these are a very consistent team, and they have been our most successful team. Um, but with that, we would have the utmost respect for Killer One. Like, they're, they're through to a county final, averaging and scoring 26 points a game. You know what I mean? It's, it, like, their stats don't lie, right? They have taken big scalps, uh, massive tradition. And the, I think that can't be underestimated, the tradition that's behind it. I think we saw, if there's an element to that, it, I, there's a lot of similarities coming in if you were concerned for a 2018 North final when. Killang were raging favours. Killer One was a 29, 28 years from playing in the final, and they rose themselves to, to a big, huge performance. And, that, and that's not a one-off. Again, yeah. this year in the, the North Senior Championship, went extra time. The one thing Killer One don't fear is playing against Killang. You know, we have marquee players all over the field. You know, the Clearies there, two huge men, great hurlers. You know, the Seamus Hennessy there, who is a, a wealth of experience. You know, Niall O'Mara. Um, like Jerry Cahill is, is, is probably the player of the championship you could say this year and Keen Darcy on his day is an absolute match winner and always seems to hurt well against Kildangan so like there's, there's, there's very good players all over the field I suppose like Gilbert I'll take it if we if we hurl well and give our best performance on Sunday and we can leave coming home if that's good enough for us to get us the cup great right but I think that's all you can control is a performance and I think that's the most important thing any team wants to do on, on a county final day is give your best performance of the year. Yeah, I think I think uh, we're fully expecting that both teams will will do that because the two fabulous management teams who won't leave any stone unturned. Um, I suppose my thanks to Gilbert Williams and uh, Eamon Kelly for joining us. Time for another break, and we'll be back in Ryan's in three minutes. Across the line with Shane Brophy on Tip FM, live from Ryan's Pub, Carney. And you're very welcome back to Ryan's as we continue our Across the Line special building up to Sunday's County Senior Hurling Final between Killadangan and Killer One. I just want to uh, say hello to Keen Williams who's listening to us uh, all the way in uh, New York at the moment. Uh, Keen's uh, uh, Gilbert's son and... Um, Teresa's uh, son, they're, they're here with us in Ryan, so I wish Keen all the best, and I'm sure he'll be, if not listening, he'll be watching the game on uh, Sunday live from Simple Stadium. 4.30pm is the throw, and it'll be live here on Tip FM. Uh, we have... Uh we have, we're supposed to have two more guests. We have one for the moment. I think our second guest is on the way. But uh, first of all, I'll, I suppose we'll make a start and we're going to introduce um, Liz Williams to the show. We'll give her a round of applause. Thanks, Shane. I suppose we're, gonna, we're having a, a segment on the fact that this was um, the, two, the parents of the two goalies. And we all know it's, it's a stressful time for the players, also a stressful time for, um, for parents. And I see Liam is always late. <laughs> He's always late. But it's, uh, I suppose for you, Liz, it's, you have a son, it's the first final. It's, um, how, how are the emotions for you? 
Um, to be honest, I do be a wreck. Yeah. Like, no, Paddy's grand and cam. He always has been grand and cam in the goals. I find it really hard. Like you're, you know, of all positions he had to pick, I really wish he wasn't a goalie. But you know, he's doing well. He's, you know, he's having a good year. You know, and he was with the tip twenty. So I think that has really stood to him. Mm. You know, and it is his first year playing in goals for Killer One. He has been outfield for Killer One, all right, in senior, but this is first year in goals and. No, doing well, and he's calm. I'm not. But uh, are you? Are you? Are you a nervous parent watching the game? Like, do you watch the game or do you watch him? No, I watch the game. Okay. I know I'd watch the game. I'd right. keep a good eye on him, but I'd watch the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liz, uh, Liz uh, made sure that uh, Liam is here, so we're going to give Liam a round of applause. Liam Hogan. I suppose Liam is a familiar voice on this show, but I suppose people who don't know, he's the father of Kilinangan and Tipperary goalkeeper uh, Barry Hogan. So, um, I suppose, Liam, what sort of a look? You're 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 a reporter on GA for many years. So, what are you like as a parent of a of a of a player? Uh, are you nervous for him, or do you just no, like I'm, it out? I'm I'm not nervous for him. I'm kind of excited for him because I think it's a it's a fantastic position to be in uh, playing for a, a team like Kilinangan. Uh, no, I'm not nervous for him. No, you know, he, he's there to do a job, and he, if he if he lets him in, he lets him in. If he doesn't, this is, you know, it's, move on. It's next, if he, as I said to him when he was a young lad, if you let in seven, make sure it's up the eight. It might be the one that <laughs> would say be the winner of the game. That's the way it was. I played in goals myself when I was a young lad, and honestly, my back hasn't been the same picking the ball out of the net for 13 or 14 times. And well, we had no A's and B's that time, like, but the quality of the opposition would be a lot better than, than, than if we were playing B all the time. But, uh, you know, I know I'm not nervous. And look, he's he's he, he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a confident enough lad. Having said all that, maybe we could all fall off Sunday on the next Sunday, but uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully it won't. No. I, guess, I suppose um, maybe in, in the modern context, um, you always think that this very few guys decide they want to be a goalie when they're five years of age but I think Barry always wanted to be a goalie yeah I, I think we can thank Eamon Kelly for that because Eamon Kelly watched him on more above and uh, as he used to be very he was very friendly and still is very friendly with um, with, with uh, Kieran and they were um, poking around in Eamon's yard and Eamon saw something there that uh, you know and we used to practice a lot of the, in the lawn at the back, and I always said to him, "You make sure you catch everything. Don't not, not parry nothing, uh-huh. because you'll regret it. Catch everything." And he he, he listened to me, which was it's about the only time he listened to me. He doesn't listen to me now, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, he always wanted to be a goalkeeper. He got a few runs out the field, and uh, and uh, he never. I think it's only once I think he came home very disillusioned uh, for, after a game and. Uh, but look, as soon as the day was over, he was back to himself again. He always wants to be goalkeeper. So. I suppose Liz, your son Paddy, very, very good outfield player. But was is is the goalkeeper was goalkeeper now was number one with him or no? Well, I suppose he started full back under ten, and um, that year Killer One had two teams under twelve, so he's about nine, and he went in goals for the second team, hmm. and they actually got to an art final, which Ross Gray bet him. But at that stage, you could still go on to the county series, and they got to the county final in Ross Gray bet him. <laughs> but like, so he kind of has played, maybe his age in goals, and the year above him, hmm. or his age outfielding the year above him in goals, and. You know, he's been very lucky. He was on the tipped Belton squad, so he's had, you know, Cormac McGrath, Darry Egan, Tommy Dunn, he, you know, now Brennan Cummins. And in school, of course, Sean Ryan. I like, think Sean Ryan was fantastic. I, he was probably one of the people that really brought him on. 
and yeah, he doesn't mind. He likes goals. Like, you know, he's, it was a great achievement. I think on a personal level for him, it was a very good achievement to make the Tip 20 team this year. And, you know, I'm just really proud of him. He came back off a very bad injury, made the Tip 20 team. And I suppose at this stage, he was still number 15 for a killer one. That was the number he was given. And then they decide to put him in goals. And, I, and you know, he's holding his own in goals for killer one. Like. Oh, he's, he's playing very well. And I suppose, okay, it's... it's this, I suppose for this year like to be to play in the first Killer One team in a county final since 36 it, I'd say it just it feels it probably feels extra special I think this is a very extra special year for him like he's the baby on the team I suppose and you know after rushing and everything he, he really wanted to win the 19 last year after rushing and, and he, he couldn't and it, it didn't happen for him so I, in his head he's probably going out to win it next week yeah I suppose for people who are well, listening or listening his younger brother Rushing passed away sadly a couple of years ago yeah so. last year so you know so in his head it's probably him he wants to do this for him but he's really mentally prepared for him he's been training hard all week haven't really seen him he does his own thing he has his own little routine like everyone else and you know on the day it's the best team that wins and you know whoever has the bit of luck to go with it I know Liam you, you, you like to stay as, try to stay neutral as many of these things I suppose you're, you're a father of a Killedangan player but you're, you're still a Rovers man at, at heart so you're able to keep a sort of a, a neutral vibe and what, what's your what's your thinking ahead of this match are you yesterday evening uh, I was putting up a blue and gold banners across the road from the house and two Sharon Rovers been passed and one man said I've seen it all now <laughs> uh, uh, no look at uh, as the, 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 these, the, these are fantastic colours and we're in fantastic times and they're in a privileged position and you know, to be playing uh, uh, not alone in a county senior championship game but playing in a county final and I just I just take it as I see it you win, you win, you lose, you lose. You, you, you know, and there's a lot of clubs out there who'd love to be in the position of Kilrang and Kilrawan Range just uh, this coming weekend, and they're not. And no, I don't get, I don't, I never get um, uh, nervy or mm-hmm. anything like that. I just, look, the, the, what's going to happen is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and okay, I'd just like to take this opportunity to wish um, himself uh, the best of luck, um, Paddy and, uh, and Barry. And look at it. This is, it, these are two very, these are two very good teams, uh-huh. and and like, Kilroan uh, have a brilliant forward line. Any one of their forwards, any other club in Tipperary would take their left arm off to, to get them. Kilroan have a very good team, so six fantastic forwards. Um, both teams have good defences. Both teams have good goalkeepers. What, what could win this game or lo- or be the losing of this game is the weather. If, if the conditions, looking at the forecast this weekend, is not great. Uh, the, the pitch be cut up after the first game it's just the bounce of the ball one slip and it could turn the other way mm-hmm. yeah, but it's it's, it's it's back to Liz it's, it's it just it, I suppose for, as Liam said few clubs are lucky enough to get to a county final and like I was saying oh, 120 years into Tipperary county finals and we're still able to get a first and yeah. first between Killadang and then Killawan McDonough's and um, like, I suppose yeah, you have to cherish these times. Like, and look, there's going to be a winner and a loser on Sunday. But as as Gilbert said earlier on, everybody's going to shake hands afterwards. I'm sure. I know there's a tradition in other counties where on the Monday night the losing team will go to yeah. the winning team's parish. Maybe that'll happen. I I assume maybe it will. I don't know. Like so. But like you know, it's even with Barry and Pawdy, like when Pawdy is with went in with Tip Twenties this year, like Barry was inside, used to meet every Thursday, and I know he even gave him hurls and looked after him. So. 
it is what it is the 60 minutes on the pitch your rivals and then after that sure you win or you lose but like it is a great I was only really into my teenage years when Killer One were last in it mm. and I really don't want to wait another 36 years because I mightn't be able to get to it so you know it is and it's great excitement in the parish and I know myself after the semi-final and I just sat I just sat in Charles and I was so emotional it was just like it was such a good feeling to actually know you were in a county final like you know it's been 36 years and I was only 13 the last time they went into it so it was a really good feeling and such an occasion and it didn't really matter who you were playing after that and it's all about the crack after that like and it's it's the build up and it's the kids and you know you see all the kids with the different jerseys on them and the flags out and you know and after the last two years of COVID and people have had really hard times over the last few years isn't it great to be able to go to a match next Sunday and no restrictions no nothing we just go and shout and you know and look at 70 minutes or 60 minutes of good hurling. Absolutely, I made the, the best team win. Uh, that wraps up this segment. I want to thank my uh, guests, uh, Liz Williams and Liam Hogan. <laughs> Time for our final break, and we'll be back in two minutes. Previews, reviews, and more. And more. From experts across the county, this is Across the Line on Tip FM. And you're very welcome back to uh, Kearney as we uh, wrap up our pre- special preview of Sunday's uh, County Senior Hurling Final. But there, it's not the only big county finals on this weekend. There's uh, quite a number of them. I'll just go through the fixtures for them. Uh, the Premier Intermediate Final on Sunday, Ross Gray up against Gorton Hoog, Glen Google. It's at 2.15, the Curtain Razor Simple Stadium. That'll be live here on Tip FM in association with Ross Gray Express. Tomorrow sees the Junior A Final, Grange Mokler, Ballyneal up against Upper Churchstrom Band. That's in Golden at half past two. In Camogie, tomorrow is the senior final. A drum and inch up against Clonolty Rossmore. That's in the Camogie Grounds of Rag at 3 o'clock. The senior shield final between Silvermines and Nene Oak. That game has now been moved to Port Row with a same time of 12.30. The, on Sunday is the Junior B Championship final. Port Row against Mike Harkey Burris. Now that game has been moved to Kilcommon with a starting time of 2.30. And there's a couple of big games in ladies football on, this, on Sunday. Firstly, the Munster uh, Senior Championship semi-final feathered up against the banner. That game is now in the Feather Town Park on Sunday at 1 o'clock and in intermediate Munster semi-final Mullenhone are away to Aaron's Zone of Waterford that's on Sunday at 11am but we're going to go back to two of those fixtures I mentioned uh, first of all the senior Camogie final and I'm joined to preview that game by new Tipperary a junior Camogie manager David Sullivan so give David a round of applause <laughs> Uh, David, first of all, congratulations on the appointment. I know you've you've, you've done the the circuit uh, around the, the counties, Clare, Offaly, Galway, in Tipperary. So I'm sure a, a proud moment for you to be appointed Tipperary manager. Uh, certainly, Shane, it is. And uh, I suppose 12 months ago, I was probably offered a job last November, and I was still involved with Scarf Gunlow. We had just won the uh, the month uh, the Clare Senior Camogie final, and we were facing into. Uh, a monster campaign after January and I didn't really know how long it would take really to be honest so unfortunately I wasn't in a position to take the job 12 months ago but it's like everything when, when the job comes around and it's offered to you a second time you can't really say no to it a second time so I suppose it's a great honour for me my family my parish everybody you know we're, I'm really looking forward to it as you say I've I put years of hard work into this, you know, I, I first coached a senior team when I was 18, I've just turned 35 now, so I've put 17 long years in travelling the roads to try and support Camogie clubs all over Ireland and, and, been, and try and grow the game within those counties and within those clubs, so to get the honour to, 
take your um, your county jersey this year and become manager of that. It's just a fantastic honour, and uh, you know it's going to start very shortly. So I mightn't be saying I'm too happy when I'm gone four or five nights a week, but the re- reality is it's a huge honour for us, and uh, we feel as a management team that there certainly is uh, junior and all Ireland glory there to be got. You know, we feel Tipperary probably shouldn't be a junior. Uh, the second team shouldn't be in junior. We should really be intermediate. So you know, it's about getting the best players on the field now, and we were very encouraged the last uh, couple of weeks since I've got the job. We've I think we've seen 17 clubs out of the 31 that's in Tipperary play games in the last couple of weeks. So we've we've t- um, held an extensive search for to find new players. So we feel like we've got a, a lot of names there. So it's about just getting them in, getting them committed, and uh, we're really looking forward to starting. Yeah, that's why you mentioned Mayor Rex Carroll for Gallagher. I know that the one team you beat en route to that was Drummond Inch, who were you detroned them as monster champions. They're going for for four in a row tomorrow against uh, Clonaulty, going for their very first. I think it's is it Clonaulty's third final in a row. Yeah, um, Drummond Inch and Clonaulty for the third in a row. Yeah, yeah so it, 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 Drum have all the pedigree, they've all the experience, but then. No, I, I, there's something telling me that the year they've had, Clonaulty is going to end, going to get something here, and I've seen them a couple of times. They probably have maybe the best player in the county in Cote d'Ivoire. So, how, how, what's your thought, uh, thoughts on this game? Well, I suppose on, on paper, you you would have to say Drummond probably have the better balanced team, but like as everyone says, uh, county finals aren't won on paper. You know, they're won on the field. And um, one thing that stuck out for me in the semi final is that Cashel came at Clonaulty very, very hard in, in in that county semi final, and I suppose it was a test of Clonaulty's character after losing the last two county finals whether the hunger was still there to try and get back to a county final for the third year in the row and in fairness they answered all those questions they were, they were four points down just after half time and, and you know they, they were able to sting out a one point victory so these girls are battle hardened in, in Clonaulty but the problem is they're meeting a, a well oiled machine who know how to win who knows what it takes to win you know in, in and they're arguably stronger this year drum they were missing a few players last year that they, they, they look stronger on paper this year yeah and to be honest in the three years that they've won the, the last three county titles you know they've, they've won one Munster contested two Munster finals and they, they're playing in all Ireland semi-final obviously so they're not afraid of the big occasion and you know tomorrow is going to be a huge one for Clownty I just feel that if they're ever going to win one it's going to have to be tomorrow and, and with everything that's gone on in the club with Dylan and everything you know this may be their year maybe just the uh, the sign or the thing that you know it might help them get over the line tomorrow. They might draw inspiration from that because I know Dylan has certain has um, has connections to that team. So what a story that would be for County in the year that they've had as a club if tomorrow at five o'clock the final whistle was to blow and they were to become county champions. I know Liam, you you reported on their second team winning the the County Junior B. I know they, they beat your own Shannon Rovers, but it, it's a nice a nice little setup for Clonaulty. It was, and, and what I noticed about the team, a, a very young team, a very agile team. Most of the players were. were were good on the striking both sides and good approaching the ball and good at catch, taking the ball at the highest point which is very important which is something I like to see in a team and, and it's amazing where they, I'm told that there will have young players on that team so the, the, their future in Clownty is good whatever happens going forward but, uh, yeah. I suppose quickly uh, we're running short on time the Premier Intermediate Final on Sunday Ross Gray up against Gortlehoon Glen Gould I think we have the two best teams in the final. I think Ross Gray would have been anticipated at the start having been relegated. They'll get there, but mm. arguably have gotten who been the farm team in the championship. They have been. Uh, uh, I watched them against Portrou uh, and, and had a very impressive second half. Probably left uh, left their supporters uh, biting their, their fingernails towards the end because Portrou typically came back at them towards the end and almost maybe could have forced uh, extra time. They have a they, they have a very the Gordon Hood Club is going through a great period at the moment. Their underage is, is uh, 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 when the under won the county under fifteen last year. Uh, surprisingly beaten in the under seventeen county final this year by Money Golf Stanley Kenny. 
it, it promises to be a great game, but it, uh, Ross Bray are a few other team are coming to form at the right time now. That uh, Alan Tynan is coming to form, Conor Sheedy come back from an injury where uh, who wants to he looked as if he was out for the rest of the year. Okay, Dara Tynan is, is, is on the doubtful side, but, but you, you, you know, county finals are amazing. I think how people can find recoveries to play those games, but uh, it's uh, it promises to be a great game. I think Ross Bray are going to slightly edge this because uh, their senior experience, the number of players have while they have a young team, their senior players have uh, they have experienced senior down through the years, and uh, Ross Bray will want to go back where they feel they belong to. Yeah, and as I think for some people that I noticed the clash of red this weekend, I think my Grange Monk could be or Fort New have been the team that are unfortunate they have to change to white, but yeah, I, I no more than. Kildare and Kildare I think there's a great sense of excitement, and I saw from the semi-final that Ross Gray played Burgess. Huge amount of Ross Gray kids at it, and that's a great sign that there's there's an excitement building up. In I'm sure it's the same in Gorton Who as well. And I I, I I I only saw the last ten minutes of that game because I was at the Tipperary uh, win over Anacarty, and I saw the last ten minutes. But there was there was a great atmosphere in that game. There were a few the last ten minutes I saw, and Burgess were storming back at him, and not, again almost caught him on the line, you know. But um, the sense of relief looking at the Ross Gray bench and uh, they ran out in the field and they were fist pumping the air and, and they really were so thrilled to win that game and to be back in a county final as I say they, they want to go back to where the field they belong to David you're the only neutral here I can't ask anybody I suppose the answer depends where they get out of the parish live and that Killadangan or Killer One on Sunday who are you going for? Um, to be honest I probably would have said a couple of weeks ago when Craig Morgan got injured that that probably would have been Killer One's end of the road for them but certainly I've been very impressed with them the last couple of weeks I have a sneaky feeling it could be Killer One but you know again it's like the, the Camogie final tomorrow Killadangan probably looked like the best team on paper but I'm going for the underdogs and Killer One and Killer to you to win the county finals this weekend OK <laughs> Uh, the, kid, the, kid, the killer one uh, crowd here in uh, Ryan's Pub are happy with that I want to thank my guests uh, Liam Hogan and David Sullivan for joining us thank you thank you Shane and just before we go we're just going to have a quick draw for uh, the for the pair of tickets for Sunday's game um, be interested to see which club comes on the right side of this so and thank everybody who turned up here tonight to uh um, to get Ryan's and created a, a very very special an- atmosphere so um, the winner of the pair of tickets is uh, Connie Collins from Kearney so from the from the right side of the parish Kildangan or Killer One supporter Kildangan so I don't know whether that might be a, a right omen for Sunday congratulations to uh, Connie uh, that's about it for the, tonight's special here from uh, Ryan's and Kearney I want to thank all my guests I want to thank Una Kramer the proprietor here in Ryan's for, for having us here I want to thank the, the supporters uh, for joining up here tonight and thank all my guests for making their time uh, available to come here and I suppose uh, help build up to, to Sunday's game we wish both teams the very best of luck and thank Paul Carroll who's my producer uh, he'll be in Simple Stadium on Sunday and broadcasting live both a finals and he'll be on commentary for the senior final with Shane McGrath that game in association with Tipperary County Council I'll be back next Friday back in base in Nina for another edition of Across the Line bye for now hey!